Life, and the life we give to others, is the greatest reward. Listen to our guests reward us with their life and life's journey, today on The Escavelio Show. Well, hit record already. Welcome to The Escavelio Show, all the way from Los Angeles, California. No, it's not who you're thinking. It's much better than who you're thinking. What? You're lost? Well, you won't be lost no more when you call in your coach. What? A coach? Escavelio, what are you talking about? That's right. When you're lost and you want to up your game, up the level of your life, guess what? You need a coach. And the coach I would call every day of the week and twice on Sunday is Matthew Solomon. What? You don't know who Matthew Solomon is? Well, you're going to find out right now, today on the Escavelio Show. Whew, I'm telling you, sometimes I'm out of breath, people. But we have Matthew Solomon all the way from Los Angeles, California, welcoming him to the Escavelio Empire and the Escavelio Show. Matthew, are you with us? I am. Thank you so much. I love that introduction, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Who's awesome is my Escavelio Empire. They are awesome every day of the week and twice on Sunday. When I put out a, a marriage announcement thing like that, and one of the first people who, who just gravitated to yours truly was Matthew Solomon. I wanted him on the show for many reasons, including coaching. Because you don't know when you need a coach. You don't, don't let things get so bad when you're so lost where you don't even know where to start. And if you're at that point, well, let me tell you something. You're going to need Matthew, and you're going to need a whole lot more. But you can always lean on the Escavelio empire. Remember that. The whole thing about people is you can't assume things. When you assume things, you won, you discount them, and then you dismiss them because they never, ever live up to your expectations. People. Don't, well, one, you should always have expectations, no matter how small, how medium, or how large. Always have expectations because that's how you grow. Measure your growth and you can measure your life. Much like your waistline, people. <laughs> Trust me. Now, for coaching, everybody thinks coaching is woo-woo. It really goes to that negative connotation. And they automatically connect the two with psychiatry or psychology. Much different fields. Much love to that field. But trust me, you don't know anything. And Matthew is one is let me be real specific people. He will, and not so much regurgitate things that you already know, because that's pointless. Let me tell you something. Expand your mind. Expand your life. The whole point of expanding is it's your choice. And choices are... We're going to let talk, we're going to well, can't talk, but people listen. The best thing you can do is listen to my guest, Matthew Solomon, tell us all about his journey to where we are today. So go ahead, Matthew, tell us where you're from, you know, things that you do, of course, coaching, but like I said, save coaching tour, I don't know, about five, 10 minutes later, but let's, we're trying to get to know Matthew today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I grew up in Los Angeles in the, the West Hollywood part of Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, the, the schools that I went to were when people talk about the melting pot, like it was all, you know, races, religions, sexual orientations, like all of that. I grew up with, with everybody. And so, you know, taking that with me, I've always been very passionate about equality and just understanding people and, and you know, fitting in, honestly. Um, and so, you know, I, I grew up there. I was in the music business for 15 years. I played in bands uh, and then I was producing music and working on music videos and, and that sort of thing. And I got into acting and I was a commercial actor for a long time. And ultimately ended up as a filmmaker, writing and directing movies, and I've won awards for, for projects that I've worked on. And through all of that, I've always been somebody who people have come to for advice or for support, or they needed somebody to listen to them or, or guide them. Like I used to you know, meet with actors and give them pointers on, on stuff that they needed to do for their business. And so I did that and I taught martial arts and I taught women's self-defense. And so students 
beyond, you know, punching and kicking would come to me with problems they were having at home or in their careers or, or, or whatever. And so I've kind of always been that guy. And a couple years ago, I, I've, I've coached inside of personal development programs where you do the program, you learn how to do it, they teach you how to coach, then you coach the next group and they, as they come up. And so a couple of years ago, I was meditating and, and literally what I heard was, you know a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff, you need to start sharing it with people. And so I, I opened my doors as a coach and people were showing up and they're like, it's about time, we've been, <laughs> we've been waiting for you to do this. So so I, you know, I've been coaching as a business for two years, but I've been coaching as a coach for about six, and then you know, just being somebody that people come to for you know my whole life. I'm 45, um, so that's that's basically my journey. I I work a lot with couples. Um, I do. I work with singles. I work, you know I have a lot of women clients who are in transitions in their lives. I work with, a lot with men. Uh, because I, I do a lot of work around men and women and intimacy and that sort of thing. And so I have men that, that you know, I help, um, you know, I help men understand women. I help women understand men. I help everybody communicate. And, and it's really all about just understanding each other and connecting and, and how do we live the best possible life that we can see for ourselves. And I help people achieve that. Listen to that Bascavelio Empire. Find out what you want. And then figure out how to get it. If you don't know the how to get what you want, you need a coach. Now, you don't need a coach for everything, like going to the bathroom. I think, you know, hopefully you hopefully you and the people around you, but like all things, it's not so much the audience, it's the people in our inner circle that need this guidance. And we understand that. Matthew gets that. Where... But it has to start with you. There's a nexus in all the world, or a degree of separation, if you will, where we have to connect the dots. And then where do you find out even where the dots are at? Well, look in the mirror. Everything starts with the eye and the eye. Write that down, people. The eye and the eye. The eye meaning you and the actual physical eye, your eyeball, where you're perceiving things. Just like the Escavelio story, you have a choice to perceive things positive or negative. Now, if you're thinking in terms of energy and stuff like that, it's all the same. It's direction, people. So if you're going to focus your energy in something, make it productive to what you want. Figure out what you want. And if you don't know how what to want things because of mental health um, relationships, you know, or you're in a bad situation. Everybody's going to find themselves in a bad situation at one time or another. You know, asking for help doesn't make you a loser. People, not acting makes you a loser. We're not losers. Matthew's not a loser. And the Escavelio Empire, you are far from being a loser. But trust me, we're always a student and a teacher in any given, or even a coach. There you go. But like a coach, you have to learn what makes a difference. And what doesn't make a difference is the, the simple power of asking for help. Like I said, it doesn't make you any less of a person because you ask for help. And in fact, it might even make you a better person, not in the sense like you're better than the, the millionaire or something, but better in the sense that you're growing, empowering yourself. That's a great feeling because when you can be the master of your own universe, not the entire universe, just master your own universe. I mean, it's just like an awesome feeling. And that's what I've been on this podcast journey. And it's an awesome feeling. But let's talk about, we'll get into coaching right now. It's a it's a really good segment. Segway, 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 people. We're transitioning to the next segment. There you go. And what is exactly is coaching, Matthew? Well, for for me, and there's you know there's a there's a lot of different coaches. There's a lot of different kinds of coaches. Um, for me, I, I I like to use the model of you know like a basketball coach. If there's you know, so somebody comes to me, they're they're not happy with something. They're feeling blocked. They're going through a transition in their life. Um, they're feeling really shut down. They want to be happy. They want to be inspired. They want to have that career. They want to have that relationship. They want to you know, whatever it is, there's something that they want 
and they're not having it. So I work with them to discover either to get really clear on what they want. Cause a lot of times, like, you know, we were talking about before, like some people don't even know what they want and I'll ask people, what do you want? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> so I help them get clear on what that vision is. And then we, we look at, well, what's in the way of you having it? Because if there was nothing in the way you would have it already. And so that could be, you know, fears, it could be, you know, upbringing, it could be like the way you see the world, the way you see yourself, you know, we call it like limiting beliefs, things that you believe about yourself or, or things that keep like that make you procrastinate or whatever. So we, we discover what those are. And a lot of times, and this is where coaching comes in, we're not like, there's a things that we think are blocking us, but then there's that thing that we didn't even know about, like the stuff that's, you know, you call it a blind spot. You, you know, when you're driving, like there's that car that's in your blind spot, you go to change lanes and it's like, oh man, where did he come from? So as a coach, I help you discover what those blind spots are so that you see the thing that's blocking you. And then you can actually do something with that and keep moving forward. So I, as a coach, I'm, I'm asking you questions. I'm on the court with you. I'm, I'm, we're, we're making adjustments, you know, you're going on a path to get something and it's not working. So then we look at, okay, well, what are the different things you could do to get around that? And so it's, it's very much like a side-by-side thing. Like if you're working on a jump shot, you know, your coach is right there with you telling you to, you know, bend your wrist or bend your knees more or, you know, change your alignment, that sort of thing. And so, so as a coach, that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing, whether it's, in your relationship or in your career, or you just want to be more happy. Or I have, you know, I have people that have come to me with um, health issues that have been able to shift it just by changing certain things and changing their outlook and doing, you know, certain techniques and using certain tools. Tools, people get some tools. If you don't know where your tools are, Google them. I'm telling you, Google it. Just plant plain English. You don't need any kind of philosophy degree or any kind of, you know, theological sense of what you want. And that's a hard, that's a hard concept for, for, for me and for people. I think any, because what I wanted at 25 is not the same thing I wanted at 40. Trust me at 25. I, th- I just want to be invincible <laughs> at 40. I just want to get out of bed. <laughs> We have so many diseases, so many people, and sometimes they are the disease people, I'm telling you. But so many things that are counterproductive in our life, including the things that you put in your body. And it's just, I think, like I was telling Matthew before the show, it's all connected. Now, is there any perfect formula? I don't think so. But I think to try something, it's a lot like Chinese food. You know, Chinese food, you find something that really speaks to you and speaks to your stomach. And then you try that, and every single time I eat Chinese food, ooh, you better believe I'm eating that orange chicken. And I compared the each orange chicken to the last, but I try never to say this is the worst, and I definitely say this is the best to date. But I, I think um, what you, what Matthew is trying to tell the Escavelo Empire with coaching is that yeah, you know what you see in front of your your face is not always what the obstacle is people. And and I'll I'll tell you a little story. The biggest obstacle in my life was my own mental health. And I didn't understand that. And I didn't understand the power of coaching until I said, all right, hit the pause button on my life, on my podcast, on everything, and really focus on what I want. And that's such a foreign concept for me because coming from the military, coming from the government, I've always came from this place of being of service, not a servant, but then that mentality connected of, of a person being a service to people to a servant, where if I wanted something, I felt really guilty. And I felt like I was taken away from my wife. I was taken away from my children. I was taken away from their opportunity to be better than me. See, and that's the wrong mentality. And slowly, I don't, and I, I'm, I'm sure Matthew has a way different much better <laughs> articulation of my problem because he is the coach people. He's seen it before. He'll see it again. So his techniques are for Matthew to give for you. And I think that's, that's the power of coaching. And am I, am I, am I totally off Matthew? <laughs> no, no, no. 
that that's that's yeah yeah and the first yeah. thing the first thing i learned about anything of service when people come to me and wanting a service their mentality is what's in it for me and and on the surface that's really bad that's really negative but if you go past the surface and find out that meaning behind what's in it for me from their point of view it's like you know the number one thing they teach us in the military is take care of yourself first because if you can't take care of yourself how in the world are you supposed to take care of me when i'm dying on the battlefield and then you can change that battlefield for workplace for your life for marriage but the, the concept is if you don't take care of yourself first there ain't no way you can so you're wanting to take care of your little brother who's who's in college and being a pothead or you want to take care of your older grandmother or your mother who's in a retirement home there is no way you can even get into a position if you don't take care of yourself first to take to do the things that you want those things that mean something to you like provide being a provider being a spouse being a coach or whatever it is being something it has to start with you and I'm like, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm mind boggling because I learned this all from a coach. It, it could be an empowerment coach, life coach, whatever it is. So, you know, if, if okay, let's take a real world example. I come to Matthew and I say, um, because one of the things he does, is he works with couples, works with men, works with women and you know, on and on and on. But the thing is, like, you know, we always go to that negative. She doesn't look at me no more. I'm gaining weight. She doesn't want to, you know, do the things that adults do, that married people do. She doesn't even want to even look at me, you know. Is the problem her? Is it me? Is it a combination of things? Where do I start, Matthew? Well, what I what I do with couples is, you know, I give you both that safe space to 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 ask for what you need, you know, to say like, well, you know, what's what's working in the relationship and what's not working in the relationship, and then from a place where you know, so so basically, usually we in school and everything, we're taught to debate. We're taught to, you know, we have to win by being right. We lose if we're wrong. And so that's how we approach all of our relationships. And it just doesn't work. And so when we can turn towards each other and and realize I have my own unique way of seeing the world based on my experiences, you have your own unique way of seeing the world based on your experiences Let's acknowledge that and be okay with that. Like, I'm not right. You're not wrong. You're not right. I'm not wrong. And then let's talk about what is, what are the things that you actually need? You know, you need the, the, the connection, you need the, the touch. She needs, you know, whatever, you know, help with whatever she needs to feel secure and safe. You need to feel um, acknowledged and, and necessary. Right. And then, and it's like, okay, well, well, how do you, you know, I'd ask you like, how, how do you, how does that show up for you? Like, what are the things that she does that make you feel that way, that make you feel good, that make you feel loved and understood? And then you would say what those are. And then she would say what it is for her. And then we would find ways for you to, to provide that. But it, it really comes down to your interest in, like, you want her to feel happy and loved she wants you to feel happy and loved. And if we can get on the same page with that, where you're both invested in each other as a couple, as the unit, as the partnership, then we can start to to look at how to make that stuff happen so that your needs are met and her needs are met. Oh, wow. That's that's amazing. Because uh, what, what I was really getting at is, um, and you, you you went took my point way, way farther than I, I even dreamed about. But what I was getting at is, um, you know, there's always the obvious. If you think you're, you know, doing, you know, it's sex, people, you know, grow up. Anyway, if you're having sex regularly, you think everything's fine. And there's nothing more that I need to grow on. There's nothing more I need to do to pro uh, promote this relationship. And, you know, the more and more I think about marriage, and it's more of a team, you know, a, a team concept, much like coaching. And, and I see that I have my responsibilities, not my role. I think role is such a, a such a limited belief and it kind of traps us in our role because what was worked for my grandparents and their parents is not going to do the same thing if I want a healthy relationship. 
and everybody confuses happy with healthy. And if you, and you ask me what to choose, I would want a healthy relationship more. Yes, we're going to have those times of happiness. Sure. But, and you know, in life, you know, there's ups and downs. It's like, whoa. And there's, trust me, and sometimes life flat out is just terrible. You know, we lose, we lose buddies, we lose friends, we lose children to senseless, you know, things that could, could be prevented. And I, I know I'm getting off on a little tangent, but it goes back to who, when the things get, when things go south and things get bad, who am I going to lean on? And if you're going to lean on your spouse, your friend, so many times, guess what, people? You are going to crush them and you're not going to do anything for yourself. And to me, coaching is doing something for yourself. It's not selfishness because you're fortifying your life for those storms. You're, in a sense, you're being the rock for yourself and not so much looking at your wife or or Matthew and stuff like that, because Matthew is not here to be your rock. He is not here to be your savior. He is here, and in my humble opinion, to give you the tools to fix your own life. I mean, that's the best analogy I can think of coming off the top of my head when I was talking about coaching. And because everybody, most everybody thinks if I hire the right person, things will get better. That's only part of it. You know, the other part is if I hire the right person, learn and absorb and apply it to my life, then yes, things will get better. You know, I don't, I'm not sure why people never get that last part or yes, I, there's knowledge out there. I see the value of knowledge. I respect the value of knowledge and yes, I'm going to pay actual physical money to get that knowledge, but I never apply it. And this is the majority of people and not entrepreneurs because they apply every little piece of knowledge that they get, no matter who it's from, the, the doorman, the, the, the waitress, the, of course, the coach, the podcaster. And then they, they, they form this new life. And I really can't think of, put my finger on why people do that. Why, why do you think people do that, Matthew? Well, I mean, there's a couple things, you know, what, one, one of the things that, that, you know, there's the instant gratification thing you know that we're kind of you know brought up with in our society where it's like oh if you take you know you wear this you know people are going to like you if you drive this car you're going to be happy if you you know take this pill you're going to be skinny you you know so it's it's all this stuff that that when we're marketed to it's like it's this it's this simple you know in (laughs) inside of yep um you know, it's not a bad thing, but, you know, inside of religion, you know, we pray to a higher power and then we expect everything's going to be fine, but there's still like, we still have to do the work and take the action, you know? And so it's like, I'm not going to sit in a math class and all of a sudden no calculus. Like I have to, you know, learn addition and multiplication and algebra and all of that. Like I actually have to take the steps. And so, you know, meditating the higher power, all of that, there's, there's still the, you know, I'm still in a human experience. I still have to do the work. I still have to do whatever. And so, you know, we look for gurus or the, you know, the perfect coach or the perfect teacher or the perfect class or, or this or that, that's going to fix us when, when, first of all, there's nothing to fix, you know, that, that, that's something that is, you know, gets instilled in us that, you know, we're broken and there's something wrong with us, but we're not, we're not. It's just, there's things that we want and there's a way to get it and and there's a, a path to walk to get there and that and that's all there is um, but we get caught up in I need it to look this way and if it doesn't there's something wrong with me right you know I need to you know fix my I need to be a millionaire next week and if I can't then I'm screwed you know but it's like no there's steps to get there there's there's a whole process of getting there and that, and that's you know that's just we're not taught that you know, we're taught the opposite. And so we, you know, we just have a lot of unlearning to do, but then just discovering the journey and, and then working with people that support us in that. Is it, is it, is it because that people don't want to do the work or they don't see the value in work? I, I, I don't get that one. Um, well, I mean, it's a combination of both, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're wired, our brains are wired for survival and to keep us comfortable. And so, you know, it's so much easier to not do the work. Like we want <laughs> stuff to just show up, but it does like, it just doesn't work like that. I went to, I went to music school on a scholarship. And if I didn't 
practice my guitar, I wasn't going to be able to do that, you know? So, so yeah, it's like, it's, we, I mean, unless we're really inspired to do the work, unless we're really like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to spend all day, every day working on it. We'll find other things to do. And, you know, we're distracted. We, you know, social media, TV, gossip, you know, whatever. It's all, it's all set up to distract us anyway, you know, and, and get us off of like what we, what we could actually be achieving and doing. Hmm. Excellent. Excellent point. Excellent point. Um, I always, I always say that uh, it's, it's funny you should mention religion and instant gratification. I always say that, that the modern religion is kind of like fast food. There's a church on every corner and you can get it and make it your way like Burger King. And I think that's what people want, that instant gratification where it's made their way. They think they're so special and you are special, Escavillian Empire. You are, but not in the sense that there's only one of you in this entire world because we all feel the same way. There's something inside of us pulling, pushing, whatever it is, call it God, call it universe, call it energy, that's attracting people. And it's your cause to save the planet, your Me Too movement or something where you just don't want veterans to kill themselves. I mean, whatever it is that speaks to you, let it in. That's the best way I can explain it. But we're going to take a, it's a perfect time to take a quick break and we're going to hold Matthew over. Don't go nowhere, people. Win like former GE CEO Jack Welch. Listen to his book, Winning, available on audiobook. To get your free copy, please visit ryanmichaelesquivel.com slash resources. And we're back with Matthew Solomon. People, your coach is here. You're, it's halfway past the battle of getting to where you want, figuring out who is going to help you find out what you want. And sometimes, hey, you might even learn a little something about yourself because everything starts with the eye and the physical eye. There you go, eye and eye. And this eye and this eye is hanging out with Matthew Solomon, the empowerment coach. And we're going to talk about his coaching business, his book. There you go. His um, school and about targeting men and women, but mostly men and empowering through coaching. Matthew, are you still with us? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Awesome. I am taken by storm by this whole empowerment movement, the coaching movement, the law of attraction, getting what you want, figuring out what you want, and the how and the why. Because I think the why of what we want isn't isn't there. Because you have so many images, like Matthew was saying earlier, of what success really is. Trust me, people. Go down to the grocery store and there are so many versions of success of people who made it and didn't make it out of business, in business, and they tried everything. But when you organize people and group people and make figure out that people are your currency. And for me, coaching and people is the greatest reward, the most powerful currency. Because let me tell you something, because when you get in a group you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And if these five people you spend the most time want the best for you, want you to empower, guess what? Through reverse osmosis, you're going to start getting the energy to make a change. And the good thing where you can start is going to Matthew Solomon's website. Everybody has websites. So I'm sure Matthew has a website. Yeah, coachwithmatthewsolomon.com. Go to this website, people. But we're gonna we're gonna get into um, uh, what made you write a book. There you go. Okay, yeah. So uh, the book is Man School: Relating with Women in the Me Too Era, and how that came about was, uh, like I said, I always you know I grew up with everybody. I've always been very passionate about equality. You know, women have always shared with me their, their experiences, um, a lot of negative experiences and that sort of thing. And when the Me Too movement erupted online last year, um, now Me Too has been around since 2006. It was started by a woman named Tarana Burke. Um, but when we talk about like the hashtag online thing, that was, that was last year after Harvey Weinstein and, and Bill Cosby and all of that. So when that happened, 
and all, all these women were posting and men were posting their me too stories. My timeline on Facebook was flooded and like, it was really humbling and overwhelming. And at the same time, it wasn't unexpected because I knew, I knew, you know, but then there were men who haven't had the same experiences I have with women who didn't know, didn't recognize the magnitude, thought that there must be something wrong here, or they must be misunderstanding, or, you know, started doing things like victim blaming and pushing back or, or thinking that, you know, that can't be possible. And so I started having conversations with men. And I'll be like, no, this is what women experience. And this is what they've told me. And this is, you know, what it means and how it looks. And so the more I would do that, women were seeing that I got it. And they were like, oh my gosh, you're a man who understands. Please write a book or teach a course because men aren't listening to us and they seem to be listening to you. And so I wrote the book and it came out in June of this year, 2018. And it quickly became a number one new release on Amazon. And then I ended up, you know, on the, in LA, the KTLA morning news. And I, so I've been doing a lot of interviews on TV and radio and then web and podcasts. And so that took off. And then in the last month, I decided to do an online course as well, which gets into, you know, it touches on the Me Too thing a little bit, but it's more about men. And, you know, we're just not like, we don't have role models, really. We don't talk to each other about stuff. And so when we get into, um, you know, how to listen and communicate, we get into intimacy issues, we get into like what it really means to be a leader. You know, there's a lot of misconceptions about like even what an alpha male is and all of that. So, you know, I, I, I just really wanted to share with men the things that I've learned and experienced and, and to help, uh, you know, help us along the way. So I created the online course called Man School that's available. The book and, and the course are available on my website. Go check it out, people. I'm telling you. You know, one of the things about being a man is we have this image of what an alpha or manly man or, you know, or the provider, and we're stuck in those roles. And I'm not telling you people to abdicate your responsibility as a parent or or let somebody else raise your children or don't be a man to your woman or don't be a man, period. Because what you think is a man, you know, a biological man or, or whatever, well, you that conception of what a man is, you're totally wrong because you cannot compete with a 20. I can't compete with a 25 year old in speed and strength in, in good looks. Trust me. There's so many younger, better looking always. How am I supposed to compete? You know, be that alpha male. You can't do you discard that image. No, because you need something to strive for. But why do you have that image? Because you want to be better than you were yesterday. So take that, basic premise of being better and grow in life because uh, you know not to get into many details in in matthew is so spot on with this point where men you know just through history we we control everything and we're just so used to controlling everything that it just becomes second nature but once you understand that you cannot control everything you can't control your spouse you can't control your kids and con the idea of control Control your own life. Be your own, the master of your own universe. And that's what I like to I start there and you expand your universe. Include an empowerment coach. Include a life coach. Include law of attraction. Because when you expand, your universe gets bigger. And the, and the interesting thing is what you want becomes clearer. Because there's so many meanings behind, you know, even being married and being a parent. And it's like, or let's. And your job, there's so many things that we could talk about. But we'll, we'll stay on uh, your book because I think anybody who writes a book, you're giving the audience and, and your reader an insight of, to the person that you are and the person that you are, what you want for the world. And I think that's an awesome view into my guest. And it's like because you're taking the entire of your own life up to that point where you read the book and you're giving people something to connect with and, and connection is the most powerful thing that you could do for anybody including victims of sexual assault and sexual violence including men i mean men oh my gosh have you ever talked i'm sure matthew has men who are victims of um what sexual trauma let's, let's keep it light <clears throat> when you're violate like that imagine 
you know, you feel worthless. I'm telling you, you don't want to, you don't want to show up and, and, because and, on the sense side, you, you feel violated and you're, that's like, I'm not a man. I'm not, I'm never going to ever get rid of this, this powerful experience. And, and it's like, where do I start? I mean, I think that's just in your world is crushed. Let's just, let's be frank. Your world is crushed. And I, full disclosure, I've never been the victim of sexual, but at the same time, I'm not going to discount somebody who says that. And I mean, a lot of times with the Me Too movement with men, we don't think that those connections are there or they're so rare. And that's, and that's the misconception people need to get rid of immediately, especially the people like you and me who, who want to talk about this stuff, who expand and empower each other, be on a podcast, writing a book, doing the school or the course, I'm sorry, people, whatever, anybody you can learn an ounce of wisdom from, I don't care if it's a doorman, the maid, Matthew, learn it and apply it. Um, when I, and there's no, no secret that I, I suffer from mental health, depression, and, and even depression, but we'll, we'll stick with sexual assault. And I was, I was in, inpatient, and I won't tell this person's name, but he was a man who was been sexually assaulted in the military, and he was very angry. And I didn't know, and I, I, I didn't need to know, but I needed to, you know, when you're dealing with these people, you got to, with structure, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure structure is one of the things that, a foundation, there you go, structure, foundation, is, is that something you find that people are just lacking in the, that, I mean, is that a common theme? Uh, well, it's all of that, you know, you, you point, you know, there's a couple things that, that you said that are really important. You know, a lot of us men are dealing with depression because we're not, you know, we're told we're not supposed to feel, we're not supposed to, you know, have emotions or express them. Or if we express our anger, it's scary. Or if we express our sadness, then, you know, we're, we're not men. Um, and so, you know, we're walking around with all these hurts and traumas and, and, and things that we don't even know what to do, you know, what to do with. And so they, they come out, you know, either violently or, or as depression or, or whatever. And so, you know, there, there needs to be that space where we can start to express ourselves and talk about things and then the structure to support that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all, there always needs to be some structure because otherwise left to our own devices, we don't, we don't, we don't follow through. So yeah, both of those are, are super important. Structure people, because when you get caught in one structure versus another structure and you get squished, trust me, that's a feeling that will stay with you your entire life. Now, is there hope or a pathway to get to a better place? Oh, you better believe it. Let me tell you something. I was on social security and the most manliest thing that any woman has ever heard is I'm on social security and let's get busy. And that's like, you know, I'm joking, people. How am I supposed to be the man on Social Security? And I'm, I'm going to tie this into a real quick story. So I was on Social Security for almost two years before I went back to work and got the podcast going. And my wife said something to me very interesting. She said to me, my dad is on Social Security. And at the time, I really didn't put two and two together. I was just trying to get past the, the mental health issues and stuff like that and all this time she's telling me this is and this is what and i kept on picking up the literal meaning of what she's telling me but what i didn't get was the feelings behind the way she was telling me because when i am on social security and it's trust me there's nothing wrong with being on social security and there's nothing wrong with being being manly and that's not what i'm getting at but the first man in a woman's life is her father and those and those feelings and those and those those all the experiences that she had, good or bad or whatever, she in projects those on me. So I'm supposed to either live up to it or don't live up to it, disappoint her. And I didn't really, I wouldn't really get those feelings behind that little girl in the because in those feelings of being scared of not having a house, not having a father, not having, and it all stems to that social security. So right then and there, I had a, an aha moment, if you will, where, and it was much, it wasn't over a day. It wasn't actually maybe about 15 months, 16 months where it hit me. It hit me so hard that if I want my marriage to work, I want this to work. 
I want anything else in my life to work, I have to make a choice right now. And it wasn't easy, people. Let me tell you, it was not easy. Because when you're getting a check every month, it, you know, you think, oh, yep, food check, you know, money check, you know, man check. Yep, I'm making money, woman. What more do you want? But when you go past that and you connect that stuff and like a man tries, you might not succeed and you might fail and you might fail a lot. But being a man, you try, you know, at least do something. Don't lay there. Get up. Do something. Don't just twitch. And that vibration, trust me, you'll meet people like Matthew. You'll meet people like my last guest. And it's like it opens up a world of possibility. And uh, that's what I got from what you were telling me. People, get behind the meanings of what people are saying. And then, of course, you know, you can understand the literal meaning of, you know, and then tie it to the whole package. And when you're dealing with people, especially men, yeah, I got me a fancy car. My wife's 4% body fat and, you know, I'm, and your life sucks. <laughs> That's not what's important. You know, making money is important. Don't let nobody tell you that making money is not important because then if they are, they're yeah. trying to sell you something and you need to run real fast. But people are the true wealth in your life. There you go. Oh, talk about your course. Now, you now not everybody has a course. And I know online courses are very popular nowadays because it's on demand. It's there. It's, you know, it's easy to be in your safe place and consume this. Is there any part where you, on the course, like uh, you say, all right, if, if this is helpful for you, reach out to me. Uh, like a stepping stone or a launch pad to your actual coaching business? Or do you, is it like referrals? Like I know, you know, Jack down the street and I know Solomon down the other street. I think you guys would be perfect for each other. I don't, I'm not really sure how you connect with a client after you connect with the client. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's all, it's all different ways. I mean, I'm, I'm very active on social media. So a lot of clients come to me through that. I, you know, I do a lot of, you know, webcasts and podcasts and I've been on TV. So, you know, people contact me through there uh, with my online course. Um, you know, honestly, it was, I was, I was going to make it full on just home study, you know, work at your own pace. And the closer it's being released in January, you can pre order it now uh, for like, you know, ridiculously low discount because I really want men to have it. Um, and so I was going to do a, 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 you know, online work from home, but there's going to be an element of live coaching also where, where, you know, using zoom or, you know, some other platform, uh, you can ask me questions live and I'll, I can coach you live. And, and, you know, cause I, I'm really, like I said, I'm passionate about this. I want to help men who are interested in having better relationships uh, so, so there's going to be that component to it also. And I, through my website and through the course and through my book, it, you know, it all lists ways to reach me, which is basically my website. You can just, you know, shoot me a message and we can have a conversation and see if, if coaching is, is the thing, you know, if that's, if that's what will work for you and what you want. I think the question on everybody's mind is when do I need a coach? And that I think that they see the value in what you do and they see the reasons why you do what you do. But like anybody says, uh, you know, any service that they either say, this is for me, you know, this is a potential problem or, oh my gosh, my wife's ready to leave me. I got the divorce papers in my hand. Please, Matthew, fix my life. I think there's more of those on the extremes that, you know, especially in our lives. But when you get to that spot, when you can pick up the signs, when you know, because everybody says that through a divorce, there were signs or suicide. There were signs and there were more signs, but I wasn't looking. I wasn't paying attention. And then they beat, of course, they beat themselves up because they think that if I had made the right choice, things would have been better. What, you know, I tend to think that, you know, in fate and faith that things are meant to be, but don't, that's not what we're getting at right now. But when the question is, when do we need a empowerment coach? Well, if if there's something that you really desire that you're not having, or if you're, uh, you know, like I said, people come to me that are in transitions in their lives, or you know, they, their marriage 
isn't working or they want it to be better. Or sometimes, you know, there's like, I, I just hired a business coach, you know, and it's like, things are going really well. And my book is doing really well. And I have clients, but I want to take my business up to the next level and be more visible and, and, you know, speaking engagements and that sort of thing. And so I hired a coach who knows how to take me there, you know? So, so like if there's something that's not working that you want better, or if there's something that you, that is working that you want to take to the next level, what, whatever that is, that that's when you would hire a coach. You know, it's like, um, you know, athletes, they don't stop training with the coach, you know, once they get into college or once they, or once they get into the pros, right. They're still working with coaches all throughout their career because they, they need to be at the top of their game. They want to be better. They want to, you know, whatever it is. So that's, that's, so it's, yeah, it's really like if there's something you want, then hire a coach who can take you there. Hear that people? If it's something that you want, hire a coach. But you know, and I know, and the, and the entire Escavelio empire knows that life can be better. There are levels beyond even our own what we see and and things like that. For so for me, I know that there is a level out there. Maybe I don't know how to change myself, empower myself, or even where to begin. People, I think mean, that's the that's the the beauty of coaching, where. You know, Matthew knows, and the entire audience knows, there is a level of, of just, frankly, happiness. There you go. Just to put it simple for everybody, that there's a level of happiness because you see the, the neighbor down the street rocking his new BMW, and you think he's happy. Or they got the new mansion down the, that's a quarter of a million dollars. And they're in, up, in debt up to their eyeballs. Tell them they're not happy. What you think is happiness is not happiness. What you think is a great marriage because you've been married five, four, four or five times over, that's not happiness, people. Figure out what you want and how to go get it. And let me tell you something. You can do much better with a coach than without a coach. Do it with a coach and trust me, you learn the tools to just let's steal a line from Grant Cardone. 10X your life. <laughs> Literally, financially, emotionally, all the above, people. And I think that's a great way because we're running out of time. And I promised Matthew that I wouldn't take too much time, you know, getting his message out about coaching, the importance of coaching, the value of coaching. And I think that's a great time for our final bonus question. Are you ready, Matthew? Yeah. Yeah. I love bonus rounds. Go. Let's do it. Now, anybody who listens to the show regularly, I have been putting out questions and stuff like that. And the final question goes like this. Now, we didn't get in too much faith and philosophy like that. But from what I know about Matthew, I know that he believes in energy. Call it God. Call it karma. Whatever it is, there's something out there that connects all of us. And if people think that this is the people that we meet is a part of you know, God's plan, that things are meant to be, that we have no control, and like a roller coaster, it goes up and down and enjoy the ride. Or does Matthew believe that in free will, where the sum of his choices, good or bad, resulted in the consequences, good or bad, where we are today. In, for example, Matthew chose to be on the Escavelio show. Matthew chose to share his wisdom with the Escavelio empire. See, those choices put you in spots where you empower yourself, others, and really embody the message of coaching. Matthew, which one do you believe? <laughs> um it's you know what it's really it's sort of a combination of the two like i there's a there's a by design i believe but but at the core of it the it's free will you know we create our our lives we create our existence we're as part of a whole you know it's 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 really um it's up to us to make things happen you know and so, you know, we, I, I believe that we came into this existence with whatever set or list of, of things that we wanted to experience that we, that our, our soul wanted to experience. And so the circumstances show up to take us along that path. And then we get to, you know, I, like I was born into this life as a creative, you know, an artist. And so you know, I, you know, business and, you know, working for 
you know, like a like if I I couldn't be a stockbroker. I'm just not built for that. So that was by design. And then along my path of being an artist and a creative and somebody who's like tuned in like that, then I'm making the choices that I'm making to create the life that that I want to live. Words of wisdom, people. Sometimes it is a little bit of both. I mean, you come into this world, you can be inspirational, like um, was like oh Ryan White, the youngster who died of AIDS a long, long time ago, and or you can be somebody who lives to old age and full of wisdom and be like Gandhi. You know, there's there's no right way. And, and of course, I love that question because everybody, including Matthew, has just a, an awesome, interesting take on life and the purposes and stuff that we are here for. And myself, I believe in the serendipitous of, you know, conversation and the, like I said, the reverse osmosis where my energy, Matthew's energy and the people around in, the, in our inner circle, just, they have to absorb that people. They just don't have a choice. <laughs> and the when the choices that you have right now is to reach out to Matthew, you know, for a friend, if you need his services, just reach out to Matthew and where's the best place so be it social media website to find Matthew. Yeah, uh coachwithmatthewsolomon.com is my website and then Facebook is coach with Matthew Solomon. So either of those are are actually my website has all the links to social media too. So coachwithmatthewsolomon.com. Thank you Matthew. That's all I can think of. Thank, yeah, thank you. I've learned so much more about empowerment coaching today. And I hope the Escobelli will learn more about Matthew. And it was, you know, like, like I tell all my guests, since you've been a part of the Escobelli Empire, you know, you're welcome to come back. And, you know, if you need something, don't hesitate to call me, email me, text me, you know, and I'll do it for free. Because the reason why? Because I can. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate And I, like that. I said, I'm the same person that people hear on the mic. I'm the same person off the mic. If I say something, people, it's the truth. Live by, live your own truth. There you go. Enjoy your rest of your weekend, Matthew. Uh, Merry Christmas, and just take care. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. I'd like to thank this week's very special guest for joining us. Thank you. Hope everything goes well this week. Hope everything goes well for you this week. Remember three things. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. And after you get done loving yourself, go over and check out the website. RyanMichaelEscavel.com Have a great week.